Good evening and welcome to the full moon festival of Scorpio, a sign that captures comprehensively the challenges that confront human effort on the path of discipleship. In Scorpio also is detailed the tests to be undergone, the trials to be faced, the important triumphs to be achieved, individually, as a group, and collectively as the whole human race, the world disciple. It is said that the consideration of Scorpio is of paramount importance in the life of evolving man and that Scorpio, at this particular stage of human evolution, governs the path of discipleship. The full moon of Scorpio occurs tomorrow at 8.34 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We are therefore approaching the full tide of the available conditioning influences of Scorpio and working with its peculiar discipleship energies. Let us pause for some few moments to recognize the identity of the disciple and what constitutes the disciple's true nature by solemnly sounding the affirmation of the disciple. I am a point of light within a greater light. I am a strand of loving energy within the stream of love divine. I am a point of sacrificial fire focused within the fiery wheel of God, and thus I stand. I am a way by which men and women may achieve. I am a source of strength enabling them to stand. I am a beam of light shining upon their way, and thus I stand. And standing thus revolve and thread this way the ways of men, and know the ways of God, and thus I stand. The affirmation of the disciple comprises three stanzas, with each stanza having three statements and making nine statements in all, not counting the ending refrain. It is interesting that this triplicity of three, making nine the number of initiation, significantly appears in the consideration of discipleship challenges or opportunities in Scorpio. Thus, the nine-hided hydra vanquished triumphantly by the great son of man, Hercules, who is also a son of God. This victory, this triumph over the nine vices or difficulties or challenges all awaits each disciple in Scorpio. For each vice but masks a virtue. And we are told that the tests of Scorpio are necessarily three in nature as they concern intimately the readiness of the threefold personality. The three major tests are again divided into three stages, and upon the path of discipleship, 
a man or a woman may find himself passing into this sign for testing and experience nine times. The three major tests are again divided into three stages. And upon the path of discipleship, a man or a woman may find himself or herself passing into this sign for testing and experience nine times. It is as if the struggling disciple while working in general at the gamut or the spectrum of all the challenges, yet dedicates his or her effort specifically to a single test, trial and triumph at each of the decisive incarnations. What are these tests and trials encountered and overcome in Scorpio, one may ask. These are the tests which the Tibetan illuminatingly characterizes as the category of that which must be tested and proved to be non-existent. The category of that which must be tested and proved to be non-existent. A rather arresting way of describing the challenges, the tests and the trials in Scorpio. They are first of all the test of appetites, sex, the relations of the pairs of opposites. These can be selfishly utilized or divinely blended. Two, physical comfort, luxury, life conditions selfishly appropriated. The third of the appetites has to do with money selfishly cornered. The second set of tests are connected with desires. The first one among these is fear, which conditions activity today. Hate, which is a factor in conditioning relationship. The third, ambition as desire for power. And finally, the test of the lower critical mind when unillumined. These are first the pride, which is intellectual satisfaction, making the mind the barrier to soul control, a major challenge. Two, separativeness, which is the isolated attitude and which makes the mind the barrier to right group relationship. The third of the challenges under the critical mind is cruelty, which is satisfaction with personality methods and which makes the lower mind the instrument of the sense of power. The energies of Scorpio lead to passing these tests and facing these trials. These energies of Scorpio are flooding the planet this very moment. The identified nine faults and vices, as the Tibetans sometimes call these tests and trials, constitute a large part of our experience and difficulties. These challenges are as old as humanity itself. They are the difficulties encountered by all individuals at some stage in varying intensities. They demonstrate among the poor and the marginalized, the very rich and well-connected those in between. 
and are found in all walks of life. They are the elements that produce scandals and find expression in our literature, theaters, and often dramatized in our plays. They influence art and culture, and politics is not free from them. Our newspapers chronicle humanity's interacting with these vices. Other forms of the media pushes them 24-7. For example, our televisions flash their effects in our sitting and bedrooms. The many electronic platforms inundate us with their frequent ordinary conversations focus on them incessantly and swell the impacts of these vices on us. In all challenges and difficulties, some combination of these tests are present, with one or two or more predominating. Let everyone briefly reflect on the difficulty and see if one of these vices is not the culprit insinuating or instigating a riot and leading to some problem, stress, or difficulty. Recently, sex scandals have rocked the powerful incorporations and governments and embarrassed whole nations, greed in the form of selfish cornering of money and wealth has reached new shocking levels and ugliness. The selfish use of power is all too common today. They are also happening at an alarming rate and becoming ever more ubiquitous with each incident more shocking than its precedent. Humanity is going through these tests almost on the universal scale. And so widespread is the incidence of these vices that there seems to be no sensitive, intelligent person who is not affected by some form of this testing. And for the disciple, it is most severe. For he or she faces and experiences them simultaneously in all of her vehicles or his vehicles. The effect of the sum total of all these difficulties today may appear in the form of unease and unhappiness about the general state of affairs. And the tests and trial in Scorpio may cast an overwhelmingly dismal and gloomy countenance on the prospect of the discipleship labor in this sign. Triumph is, however, one of the keynotes in the positive significance at the heart of the Scorpio experience. This point cannot be overstated and underlies the achievement in Scorpio and is one of the deepest reasons why human effort will eventually triumph over evil. Therefore, old and ancient as these tests and trials are, demands to face these challenges and solve them on a global scale have taken on a new immediacy and clamor, as witnessed the turmoil in many parts of the world and in all aspects of life on earth. Numerous groups have sprung up all over the world. These groups were almost non-existent few decades ago, and which today are dedicating their energies to help solve the many problems facing humanity, the world disciple. These individuals and groups, whose name is Legion, the new group of world service, 
are tackling every possible problem connected and associated with the establishment of right human relationship. A quote will make the significance of their effort very clear. When these fall, the nine tests are realized and are overcome, the result is twofold. The establishment of right relations with the soul and also with the environment. These two results are the goal of all tests in Scorpio. This right relations with the soul demonstrates in the world as establishing of right human relations in the larger environment. The salutary recognition is that this is increasingly taking place in the world now and it is evidence of the progress of humanity as the world desires it. Humanity is making a stride. We may see the test in trials in terms of challenges attendant to the birth of the Christ in the heart. Others consider them in terms of the baptism by fire, individually, as a group, and globally. These great experiences, we are told, are the two initiations of importance for humanity and are under the jurisdiction of the Christ, whose reappearance motivates all our efforts. At the same time, we are told that Scorpio is an aspect of the fixed cross, which is of peculiar and specialized potency upon the path of discipleship. And preparing with his tests and trials, the disciple for the first, second, and the third initiation. After the third initiation, its peculiar testing potency is no longer felt. We seek the center of this fixed cross, so that from that center, we, the souls, will outward move. Only four years ago, a miracle happened on earth. The world quietly witnessed the advent of that astonishing, triumphant seed of an accomplishment of humanity as it reverberated through the United Nations. That was the adoption of the Sustainable Development Goals by all nations. And the United Nations found her voice and the voice of the people on that day became the voice of God. This is the triumph indicated in Scorpio. The event in which all nations, without exception, resonated with the ideas of the Sustainable Development Goals is an act of a great alignment instance of the as above so below relationship and indeed may we say that this happening is one of the contributing evidence that a lighted path from the below to the above and from the above to the below has indeed flashed forth and humanity has started a triumphant march on that lighted path a path which is at present very tenuous perhaps but which the coming decades will increasingly and progressively contribute radiantly strands upon strands of light, love, and power. All these triumphs are indicative of the potency of Scorpio. Our responsibility to the environment of the threefold world has been dramatized before the whole of humanity 
through the focusing of attention on the climate changes. This is also sensitively echoed in the Sustainable Development Goals 12, 13, 14, and 15. In Goals 14 and 15, the symbolic depiction is arresting. It says, life below water and life on land. These words, sensitively and acutely, are awakening us with the realization that it is the safeguarding of life that is at issue calling humanity's attention to the recognition and affirmation of the one life and its many expressions that pulsates through all organisms. In the dramatic experience of Hercules, the ancient and great son of man who is also a great son of God, depicted for us in the labor to be carried out in the sign of Scorpio, the test, trial and triumph face the eternal disciple in the form of having to confront and overcome the nine-headed hydra. The detailed narrative of the encounter is quite instructive. The hydra, its nine angry heads breathing flame, emerged. Its scaly tail lashed furiously the water and the mud, bespattering Hercules. Three fathoms high, the monster stood, a thing of ugliness that looked like it has been made of all the foulest thoughts conceived since time began. The Hydra sprang at Hercules and sought to coil about his feet. He stepped aside and dealt it such a crushing blow that one of its head was immediately disseverated. No sooner had this horrid head fallen into the swamp than two new heads grew in its place. Again and again, Hercules attacked the raging monster, but it grew stronger, not weaker, with each assault. Then Hercules remembered that his teacher had said, We rise by kneeling. Casting aside his club, Hercules knelt, grasped the hydra with his bare hand, and raised it aloft. Suspended in mid-air, its strength diminished. On his knees, then, he held the hydra high above him. That purifying air and light might have their due effect. The monster, strong in darkness, and in slowy mud, soon lost his power when the rays of the sun and the touch of the wind fell on it. Fainter and fainter grew its struggles till the victory was won. The nine heads drooped, then fell limply forward. But only when they lifeless lay did Hercules perceive the mystic head that was immortal. Then Hercules cut off the Hydra's one immortal head and buried it, still fiercely hissing beneath a rock. In this struggle, Hercules applied and used the old, usual methods which did not work. These are the personality methods of the unregenerated human being. 
the solution lay buried in his mind, lodged there by the soul, the teacher, and has to be recognized. This recognition was symbolized in this case as the remembrance of what the teacher has said. There is a great lesson inherent in the word recognition. Discipleship significantly involves recognition. This, for a very long time, is not realized. And so long as this condition persists, the labor is not accomplished. And how illuminating is it that whenever Hercules applied personality forces, matters grew worse. In fact, whenever he severed one of the heads of the Hydra, two more heads grew in place of the head that severed it. And all the dramatization of the zodiacal signs in the labors of Hercules, the disciple, he receives a counsel from the teacher, his soul, his higher self. And very often, he recalls this counsel after his early attempts had failed. Failure and struggle accompanies his efforts and then lead to an awakening. The wise humility indicated by Hercules kneeling in order to succeed is called for in the test trials and trials in Scorpio. That humility, that sense of right proportion without which we cannot truly face and know ourselves. Kneeling here symbolizes humility. It appeals. Humility also beseeches. Humility implores, reflects, and recognizes. But how do these attitudes apply here? Hercules was neither beseeching nor imploring the Hydra. The kneeling is an indication of the recognition of a new environment where standing, usually confidently and pridefully, is not proper and does not work. Kneeling is the recognition of a sacred environment evocative of the listening ear and the eye of vision. The humble gesture of kneeling ushered Hercules into the solemn environment that is invocative of the intuition, the voice of the teacher, and the illuminating light of the intuition, that light in which all things can be known, revealed the triumphant way to Hercules. Hercules lifts the Hydra into the air. Its kneeling is an action that provides instruction for disciples. Holding the struggling Hydra securely in the air, its actions proved how to meet the challenges air indicates a place and a state of mind. It shows the place and the state where magic of the soul is wrought. It is also symbolic of the realm which triumph comes. The air symbolizes the mental plane and beyond. Thinking, reflection, thoughtfulness, mentality as reflection of the action of the will in providing direction, and the intuition 
indicating the sure triumphant way. These are the keynotes, Scorpio. Let us end with the following quote. And Scorpio carries the test right down into the physical plane of life. And then when it is faced and handled there, the life of the man or woman is carried into heaven. And the problem which the test involves is solved by the reasoning mind. On this note of triumph, let us meditate by letting in the light. keynote of the full moon approach to the hierarchy. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way yet lost his brother on the darkened path revolves upon the pedestal of light turns the other way. He faces towards the dark and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And though the face of those upon the darkened way receives the light, for them the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors fixed the light and dark faces the light Meditation, letting in the light. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of well servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet. The planetary heart. The great ashram of Sanat Kumara. And towards the Christ. The heart of hierarchy.
extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Higher interlude holds a contemplative mind open to the extra planetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. Meditation. Reflect on the seed thought. Using the appropriate keynote of the zodiacal sign. The keynote of Scorpio is warrior I am. And from the battle I emerge triumphant.
precipitation using the creative imagination visualize the energies of light love and the will to go pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored in earth and prepare physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest use the sixfold progression of divine love as a sequence of energy precipitation from shambhala hierarchy the christ the new group of world servers men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world physical centers of distribution Lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great Asher. Together sound the affirmation. In the center of all love I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart through my group and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy 
and streaming into humanity through the prepared channels. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing a pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, 
irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. Consider carefully the living energies which the words that we use truly represent in the great invocation. from the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve.
from the center, which we call the race of men. Let the plan of love and light work out. And may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. The Scorpio full moon occurs tomorrow at 8.34 a.m. We are progressively approaching the very peak of the festival. And all those who can Make a note and remember, link up with all the groups throughout the world, evoking light and love and will to go. The next meeting here will be for the new moon meditation will be on Tuesday, November 26th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. The theme will be strengthening the hand of the new group of Welsh. And after that, 
a full moon meditation meeting. I think the last in this year will be on Wednesday, December 11th, 2019, at 6.30 p.m. here, this is Christ's office. Thank you very much. As we leave and go about our daily activities, let us be mindful that we are approaching the full moon and make every effort, great or small, to link up with the untold minds and hearts, making every effort to bring light and love and will to good into our world, and thereby aiding the reappearance of the coming one. Thank you. for the last, last page for you.